always appreciate it is you know if you're new first time listening welcome and catch up on season one because this is season two but if you are a repeat person (laughs) welcome back thank you welcome back but yes sad news yes sad news uh cicely tyson the great cicely cicely tyson has passed away at 96 years old oh 96 yeah which i mean is amazing right like that's pretty old so that's amazing I mean, what a full life to like still be working, still be thriving. Yes. Well into your 90s. Well, yeah, she was about 100. She was doing it. She was. So she was actually born in New York City. Harlem. In in Harlem world in 1924. Yeah, we went to college in Harlem. So, you know, you know, did you know she was married to Miles Davis? I, uh, I, 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 I don't know she's married to Miles Davis. I actually went on the whole Wikipedia like spiral about their whole relationship and stuff. Oh, did you? Isn't it crazy how you just like research the shit out of somebody when they're gone? Yeah, I was going in like I was just doing the most research. But I mean, she's you know, it's sad. But she had a very long life, a very like prolific film career, lots of awards, TV and films. So that's amazing, especially seeing like. A woman from 19, a black woman, a dark skinned black woman from 1924 yes. to have had so much fame and longevity. That's amazing. Right. And so much that she's seen in her life and accomplished. It's def- definitely like a sad loss for, for the world and for the industry. But also, it, for me, it was like, man, this woman really lived her life. This woman really did her art. She had a full life and I just need to really continue to, you know, carry that torch and emulate that. So that's awesome. So rest yeah, it's, really, it's really amazing. And I was also reading her Wikipedia and it was saying, you know, she had lots of minor, 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 minor roles. Yeah. Before her big role was, I think, in the 70s. Um, so in the 70s, if she's 96, she was like, what, 40s? Is that math wrong? Probably. Probably, but it's okay. So what should I do it? So if, so if she had her big breakout in the 70s, right? Math, right. math time. Let's she, live, I got it. She was born in the 1924? Yeah. Okay. So in the 70s, she was how old? Like she was oh, old. 46. 46. So she had her breakout role at 46. Listen, actors, artists, creatives, anybody just doing some new stuff. Don't, you know what? Don't let the construct of time that you created in your mind yeah her breakout role was sounder in 1972 I ain't never seen and that. she was born in 1924 wow so wow. She, yeah right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it is never too late you have got to keep on pursuing your dream you've got to stick with it right because you not, not until you dead. yeah because it's crazy because you think about it, like we know Cicely, we know her right yeah. but she was in her in her 40s before people knew her right that's a long time and then she went on to have a whole can't do math again but from the 70s to today right is that almost 40 more years 50 years 50 years of um success and fame so that's beautiful and again as especially as an older dark-skinned black woman (laughs) that's a that's a feat all in itself and it's funny that you're bringing up the dark skin thing, because that's going to lead us into the topic that we're talking about today. What you drinking over there? I, oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, I am drinking 
pure CO2, coconut water, 100% coconut water, no added sugar, and the only ingredient is coconut water. So I'm like chronically dehydrated, like all the time <laughs> on the brink of going to the hospital. Um, so I'm always, and this is like full of, of electrolytes. Like this one claims, I don't know how true it is, that it has 670 milligrams per serving. Oh. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it sounds like a lot. Um, so I'm chugging this for tonight to get my um, electrolytes and my dehydration under control. Because we got to stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, especially in the winter. Like, you know, it's, it's cold in New York. True. And people get dehydrated easier in the, in the winter, I believe. I'm not sure why, but they do. I don't know either. Because you would think you would be hibernate, like you'd lose uh liquids in the hot summer so that's no oh i think i think the idea is that like when you're hot you're hot so you want to drink you want to quench your thirst you want to cool your body off right oh you don't know yeah so when it's cold you're like oh i don't want anything to drink i'm cold i just want to you know your body is not asking for stuff because it's kind of like <laughs> there it's not doing you're not doing much you're not overexerting yourself so i think that's you how you can huh you drink hot water then like, you know, when you go to the Chinese store, like to get Chinese food and then the, the dude be drinking the, the container with the hot water. I'm I've never seen that before. Never? No. But the they drink hot water. It's good for you. Actually, hot water is really good. I've never seen this before. Well, you know, it's been a while since I don't really eat Chinese food anymore. I mean, if I have gas and I don't feel like having tea, I will definitely drink a cup of hot water. Just by itself with nothing in it? Yep. I'll boil it to it's like, not a, I'll boil it to a simmer and I will drink hot water and then I'll like get this gas out of my, well, I won't fart, but you did. Uh, I'll get this gas. I'll expel my gas. Fart. Um, <laughs> or break wind as the, uh, <laughs> but before we get on the topic at hand, let's just take a small little break. We are back. Thank you guys for hanging in there. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So colorism. Um, that shit cray. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. And, you know, like, I always feel like no one ever knows the proper definition to things because everyone, like, wants to misconstrue and misquote things. So I feel like it's important to define things before we get started so everybody know we want the same page. Agreed. So colorism, according to the dictionary is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom. It's a noun. Anyway, um, let's talk about it. First of all, how do you identify your skin tone, Asia? <laughs> well, um, I say brown. I just say I'm a brown person. Um, Brown skin yeah. girl. I wouldn't consider myself dark skin only because like I consider my father dark skin and my sister dark skin and I am like semi envious of their skin tone. Okay. So it's so like dark and rich. So right. I wouldn't consider myself dark skin for the like how I how I compare it. And I'm definitely not light skin. Like light skin to me is um who's light skin? Maybe more like Beyonce's light skin to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would consider myself like more fair skin, like a, a much brighter, more yellows, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so I consider myself just brown, the color brown, brown skin. That's it. A little golden to me too. A little golden brown. But yeah, definitely I don't think I'm dark or just, I'm kind of like medium, I guess, if you will. 
Are we talking about the way you like your steak? <laughs> right. Medium. I like my steak how my skin is. I, I, <laughs> how do you want the steak? I point to my skin. I'm like this. <laughs> Bring it out when it looks just about right here. Okay. And I identify as dark skin, obviously. Um, but there are darker skin uh, complexions. There's You can get real rich and real deep and real, real beautiful. Um, but yeah, so it's it's um, being a woman of uh, brown skin or just being a black woman, period, I feel like there's yeah. challenges. But being a black woman with darker, more melanated, more hydrated skin, unfortunately, why is that hard? I mean, you know, I guess it's <laughs> the good old slave days and that kind of shit. It's, mm. like, it's like we just can't move past it and move past it as like, like, like the definition said, in our own ethnicity and in our own race, like that is the why, that's why it's so fucked up. Yeah. Like yeah. you get hit on from like outside people, white yeah. people, and then right. you have to deal with it amongst your own people. Like there's no safe place. Right. And that's just trash. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like, we got to fight the world outside and then come home and then fight the same shit inside our own house. It's just kind of right. like- And especially when you have like the way, the way black people work, yeah. Like, like that's why I enjoyed the cast of Blackish. Okay. Because, well, well, you you know the the actresses. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So like, I feel like I like that they have different colored children. Yeah. Because that's how it looks. That's how it looks when you have when, when people of color get together. You can have like one child is like dark skinned, one child is light skinned, one is maybe Hispanic. Who knows? And. I, <laughs> And I like that. And I just hate that, like, even with knowing the, like, diversity of our skin among, in our own family, we still give into these, like, uh, stereotypical dark skin, light skin tropes. And it's just very annoying to me. Yeah. And it's just kind of like you said, it is like conditioning and it is from the past. And it's just kind of like, this is a mentality that unfortunately has been, uh, you know, passed down and is still like a constant in today where it was, you know, you're the closer the white you are, the more attractive you are and more European and such features are looked at as more appealing. And it, you know, it, it definitely leads to like a level of, you know, self-hate and just kind of like putting uh, your oppressor <laughs> as, yeah. as, as, as a standard of beauty. It is crazy. Like, I mean, I feel like uh, in the media, the news, the TV shows has come a long way today. Like we are seeing dark skinned women, you know, uh, who don't have also straight hair because hair, I feel like hair and color go hand in hand. Yeah. Like, typically we associate darker women with uh, nappier, kinkier hair. Right. And light skinned women with like, I guess like a 3A, 3B coily kind of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, like like Issa Rae, who has like her natural 4C hair, love it. Um, right. So it's good to see, but definitely growing up, it was like you had to work so hard to not hate yourself as like a brown skin or a dark skin black woman. Right. Who didn't have long 3A, 3B hair. Yeah. And it's like no shit. And I have this not, okay, so this is the thing I want to discuss. I don't have any feelings towards light-skinned women like nay or yay or nay i have no feelings towards you know Me yeah I, I in my mind you're black you're black i'm we're, we're black together but sometimes i feel like and also i'm not light-skinned or consider myself light-skinned so maybe it's a plight i don't understand 
Okay. But I do feel like sometimes lighter skinned women will glorify that they're, they are light skinned because they know the benefits that come with it. Right. And I just feel like it's not okay because you know, it's an, a direct reference to the fact that there are less benefits as a darker skin. Black. Right. And so like we're, we're in this fight together. Yeah. It's kind of a level of privilege in a way, isn't it? It's definitely a level of privilege. Most, most certainly it's privilege. Yeah. It's like, you know that this is your privilege. And so in a sense, you can be using this privilege to uplift your sisters of different complexions. And I mean, it's not, like you said, I have no, I could care like what, you know, I don't care what color anyone is or complexion or anything. What I have a problem is, is like the negativity or the demonization yeah. of, of dark-skinned women. And I feel like because of that, we have to counter with so many positive images. Yeah. And- of always speaking up like black you know dark skin is beautiful and stuff like that because there's been this constant narrative that is not like when you listen to rap music or you watch things on tv or just going to you know just yourself as a, a pick last option and like me personally i got the you're pretty for a dark skin girl comment mm-hmm. and that shit is so offensive like what do you mean what <laughs> what do you mean by you that? for a dark skin girl what does that mean it's like, oh, like you expect dark skinned women to be unattractive. Like it's so insane. And we're but talking that's about what people say. It is. It's really insane. It's like, why do you think that's a compliment? Like that's you think a backhanded compliments. Like. Yeah, and it's like it's so <laughs> it's just a wild thing to say. So it's like, so basically what you're telling me is that everyone who looks like me is ugly, but somehow I'm special enough that I'm not. So thank you for not finding me ugly amongst the ugliness of us all. Like that's right. just not a compliment. It's not a compliment, but they think it is a compliment. And then we, you know, and then if you take it, then you're just kind of reinforcing that that shit was a compliment. Back in the day, I didn't know any better. You know, you're just like, okay. But then you're like, wait, that's like, that's actually really fucked up. But that's the thing, we, like, we don't know better. Right. Because like, even, even before we're given these compliments by like freaking strange dudes, in our own family. By, by the deli. <laughs> by the deli, right. In our own families, we're hearing about like the lighter skin person being prettier and like the straighter hair being prettier. So when we go into the world, we're like, oh, this is just how these compliments work. Well, I mean, I'm fortunate. Like I didn't have that in my family, which thank God, I feel like, but I know that is definitely that's something that exists. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't even imagine like, that man listen I all you know we always talk about this but I think like the foundation of just self-esteem and stuff comes from your family so Mm -hmm. like I feel like as having your dad big you up and you have a great relationship with your dad which is awesome and I had a great relationship with my dad growing up as well so just kind of like coming from a place where you come from people that tell you that you're beautiful and stuff like that when you go out in the world you're you're like nah my daddy's down you know so you don't have that you don't carry that with you but there's people like in your own house that you're being you know, uh, you know, basically abused and <laughs> told that you're not, you're, you ain't shit. And I can even imagine growing up like that and then to go out in the world and they have the world say you ain't shit. The world like reinforces it. They make sure you know. Like if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> and no one is half the battle. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Also, um, just in, 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 not in defense, but to talk about the light-skinned women part of it, I also don't like when uh, some a black man, like a very clearly black man, maybe it's a dark-skinned man, marries or is with a yeah. lighter-skinned black woman. 
And then uh-huh. the comments on Instagram or Twitter are like, oh, she's not really black or, oh, but she's light-skinned. Who cares? Like, I don't, that angers me on, on a whole other level because I'm just like, why? We can't have this. She's not, she's not black because she's light-skinned? Yeah, they'll like, they'll say like, like, yeah, basically saying she is black, but she, she's a light-skinned black. So that's why you married her. As opposed oh. to a dark-skinned black person. It's like, maybe he just fuck with her. Like, you don't know their story. Right. And I just don't like it because I'm like, we cannot diminish either ends of the spectrum. We That's- cannot say the person has, has, is any, is, has any less claim to blackness because their skin is fairer. That's not fair. Right. And that, I think in those comments definitely creates animosity. It does. Between lighter skin and dark skin people because it's like, well, you said I wasn't black enough and you too black. And it's just like, I think as long as we're not dogging each other out, I think that's like, if you're doing what you're doing, but you're not saying I'm better than this person, like, oh, I'm dark skin, I'm better than all the light skin bitches. As long as you're not walking around or, and vice versa, I think that's like, we can't coexist perfectly fine. It's just when you start to, when you say this is better and that one is trash, that's right. why I have a problem. Like, don't, like we, you can have a preference. People have preferences all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like sweet potato fries. <laughs> that's what i fuck with with my burger but that don't mean that i gotta say the onion rings is trash right onion rings are delicious i I fuck with onion ring right right i can have onion ring right now i'm about to go on doordash i'm hungry what are you gonna order i'm trying not to do the red maybe like a um a a vegan burger like you know maybe like a guac burger from chloe i like that oh nice yeah i don't think they deliver over here yeah and they have they have um, fries and they have beet ketchup Beet ketchup. I don't like it, but people like it. I'm sure you can make some good beet ketchup. I tried and come out well, but also I don't like beets. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna try again. We always sorry guys, we always get off topic. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That was very off topic. Um, but basically, yes, it, it it's just the tension. Like we have so many other people to fight. <laughs> yeah, people are lined up to fight black women. We do not need to fight amongst ourselves about this. Speaking of fighting black women, how come like whenever you see a woman getting fucking molly whopped in the street or thrown in a trash can, she's dark skinned? How about that? Yeah. Our women. Yeah. I don't For know though, this, this woman's skin tone, but there was a woman attacked last week in Harlem um, in a liquor store. So in a liquor I store. saw that. Yeah. Isn't that shit crazy? Yo, you can't, first of all, she, you know, that could have been any of us. Cause you know how many times you walk into a store and the guy's like, excuse me, miss, excuse me. You're like, oh no, no, no. I'm just trying to do it. And you're polite about it. She literally was like, you know, I'm just trying to get home to my daughter. And it's like, oh, and all of a sudden they flip with you. I thought they only did that in, I know they did that in, um, is it Detroit they do that at? Uh, but like, men are just everywhere to lose. I just feel like, <sighs> if any men hear this podcast, <laughs> spread the word. Stop, stop being fucking crazy. Like, it's cr- like, there's no way to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why now if a guy stops me, I give him my, my actual phone number. Then I block him. You give him your actual phone number? Isn't there like some danger to like giving? Can't they like find out stuff about you if you give me your phone number? Dudes, they might freaking um, call you right there. They don't want to fight you. Well, this is what you got to do, guys. Here's a here's a pro tip, ladies. If you have T-Mobile, T-Mobile offers you a free extra number through this thing called Digit. 
And um, basically, and you download it on your phone and basically it's a whole number. It ranks to your phone and everything, but you could just, the beauty is you could just turn off the digit app and none of those calls will come through and turn it on when you want to check and that's it. And so if they do call, you just turn on the app for your fake number, blah, blah, blah. And then when they leave, just turn off the, turn it off. And it's not actually no, it's not connected to any of your actual information. So they're going to try to do some backwards stuff and try to like reverse search you or I don't know. Right. not savvy. Yeah. Well, I don't have T-Mobile, but I did have a free phone app. So I think I want to just keep my number active. That's crazy that we even have to do that. Right. Yeah. Men, listen, I know for a fact men do not have backup phone numbers. They have burner phones. And, and that's have, for their own skeevy purpose. Yeah, for dealing drugs and cheating. But they do not have, <laughs> <laughs> they do not have freaking backup phone numbers so they don't get killed in the street by some woman who wouldn't take no for an answer. Like, that's fucking insane to me. You never hear of a man like, I was just trying to go into the donut shop and she just was like, as then all of a sudden her, her girls came out of nowhere because and, I didn't want to go out with them. Right. You never hear that. Maybe we should. Or maybe you do, but they just don't report maybe it. Maybe we should start. You know, they <laughs> maybe we should start just beating men's ass. <laughs> That's probably illegal to say. I didn't mean that. Maybe did I did. You know, I, yeah, we'll cut that part out. Yeah, you know. But it's like, you know, what, what, how do we, how do we turn the tables? How do we make them see, like, you just cannot be beating on people who don't want to talk to you. First of all, not like also, you is not an answer for assault. It's move on. It's a, it's a, it's a give up numbers. Move on. It's like, who raised you, first of all? And second of all, where are the people in your life that keep you accountable like yo that's yeah. not it. bro that's not it that's not a good look go sit down you know what it is people have a whole group of trash ass friends that's the problem right they have one good person in the group that is the problem <laughs> so you're trash your homie is trash your homie's homie is trash you're all just trash i hope they really catch these people and they go to jail for a very long time under the i know I, I haven't heard the updates but i really hope they go to jail and like whoever's friend that is they need to rat them out rat, yeah. rat out your friend rat i was gonna ask you have you ever been turned down from a a gentleman caller i just finished watching bridgerton um has a a gentleman caller ever declined your offer because of your skin complexion has that ever happened it has not I have not dealt with that. If that was a factor, it was not relayed to me. You're okay. I've never, I've never dealt with that. No. Okay, that's good. Um, I think, I think my hair being short, I'm sure that has happened. Maybe, really? Yeah, because some dudes want to have long fucking hair. I don't know, they're weirdos. Um, they want to play some shit. Like, 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 I, like, I can't wear a wig. I don't know. Um, I know, like, come right. on, guys. I feel like I can't think of a particular situation right now, specific to say, but like probably like my weight, some okay. dudes. But I don't, I, I can't remember ever a time when my skin was a factor. What about you? Um, one time when I was in, I don't know, I would think like fifth grade or or something. I was in the cafeteria, and this boy came up to me and he said, "You look like a burnt chocolate chip cookie." Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't trying to date him. I don't know what made him want to come and tell me that, but I was like, your mother. 
Anyway, so that was it. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I, you know what? I tend to date people who like me. So I honestly, I if you don't like me, I don't know. I don't know. You know, but, uh, funny you say that, but I don't know who told me this or I saw it somewhere. It was like date people who like you, which yeah. sounds like a duh situation, but people really go after those that don't like them. They do. And I just, date the men that like me and it works right. out. They have other issues, but <laughs> physical attraction is not usually it. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just, you know what? You set yourself up for heartache if you are running after someone and nobody wants to be like someone's option or just like one of the many. No, I need you oh. to sweat me, sweat, yes. sweat me, bother me, sweat me, yes. tell me all the things. And then, you know, like, let's just be up each other's butt. It's great. I know. I, I'm not going to lie. I love like a low key obsession. <laughs> like, I, want you to have, I want you to have a job. Right. I want you to have friends and you can have hobbies. Like I want you to have a full life. But still make time but too. Also find time to obsess over me. <laughs> like in, in your pie chart, maybe you cut down on your hobbies like by like 10% and you put like obsess over, over Asia in this, in that category. Yep, and that's and that time is totally dedicated to to what you're doing and how you're doing and all the things. Yes, I love it. I'm all for it. Imagine and I agree. Also, that's a that's a colorism. Yes, ma'am. People feel like we as women don't acknowledge the colorism that black men face. What the colorism they got? See exactly. <laughs> I oh, because. Oh, when you were talking about when the light-skinned nigga was white. I mean, um, sorry, light-skinned man. Huh. I'll be trying not to say that word. Mom, you should not be listening to this podcast. What, nigga? I don't go and say it if I say it. Oh, that's my word. I'm sorry. Go, go on. Okay. And so a light-skinned man, mm-hmm. um, you know how they weren't in for a while, but then they come, they go in and out. You, right. so, I mean, that's colorism. Like, the fact that we say light-skinned men go in and out. <laughs> That's really fucked up. It is. You know what? I used to, at one point when I was younger, when I was a young gal, I I was guilty of having a preference of a skin tone with Black men. But the, now I'm just like, I just like what I like. I know what I like. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have a preference. Do you? I'm not going to discuss it right now because... Okay. <laughs> I love that you have the extra, the the most African art in the background with just like, I just love it. This is that, did you choose that background? I did choose this background. You did? I did, yeah. You knew what we were about to talk about? No, this is just my everyday background. My my everyday casual background is the most African background it could be. So you're going into your office Zoom meeting and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Pam. You got your Black Lives Matter mask on, and they're like, "You're inside, Sonia. You could take your mask off." You're like, "I don't." I'm never, I'm never inside, Pam. Actually, <laughs> I'm a black woman in America, I'm never going to be inside. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a preference. I'm not going to discuss it right now because I just don't want to. But um, I will say that I have definitely given into the and like said some real slick like stuff against. Um, Different skin tone of black men. Okay. Like, in terms of like, but but it's not no. But I'll say this: 
it's never like, oh, I prefer dark men over light-skinned men because a light-skinned men are attractive or this. It was just, you know, it was just what I prefer, you know? I mean, and listen, there's nothing wrong with having a preference. Like I personally, like I have my preferences, preferences and um, just initially like what I like today, I have a certain, I have a type, you know, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with having a type, but I don't knock down the other qualities. Like that's good for somebody else, you know? I mean, I'm not going to lie. One of my um, exes was light skin and I definitely told him that I'm going to cheat. To have a dark skinned baby, but this was that you just try to upset him. <laughs> you are, if people don't know you, you are a shit starter. <laughs> <laughs> you live for conflict sometimes, it's just like you're bored. You know, people that are bored and they just start a fire. That's you. It's true. I truly love to be an asshole. I'm like, so you're over there doing nothing, minding your own business, right? I'm gonna come over and start some shit real quick, and then I'm gonna leave. Right. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? What's the problem? What What did I do? Exactly. But I definitely think that um, <laughs> we can ask Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry definitely has a light skin, dark skin men complex thing going on. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to say his movies and stuff. Yes. I'm not going to mention that too much because I'm trying to get cast in something. So, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I do. I do think. I do. I, but you know what? Okay, here's my thing. I think the reason why there's not as much emphasis or outcry about protecting black men or dark skin, uh, protecting different tones of black men, because end of the day, the men are still part of the patriarchy, mm. and they're still oppressing us. You know, women. Well, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Like we can have a preference. It truly doesn't matter, to be honest. And that's not me talking like a defeatist or anything, but men are still and men are still in power, unfortunately. Right. And they're still making a lot of the calls. And they're still the ones that are determining for the world what is attractive. And unfortunately, sometimes it's our own men that yeah. are a lot of the times actually. Yeah. Uh, we could get it that that could this could go on and on but a lot of the times it's our own men making us feel bad about it it's not you know like i don't know what it is or whatever but this this that's why it's color is within our own culture yeah so yeah so it's like i acknowledge that definitely women do the same thing to men and you know talk about light-skinned dudes and dark-skinned dudes but i just feel like the impact and i say this because i feel like there's always someone that's gonna be like well women do it Okay, you're right. I apologize in advance. But the thing is, my impact is like a pebble right. in, the river, in the stream, if you will, compared to like the boulder that your impact has when you say a dark-skinned yeah. woman is not attractive. Right, exactly. And I just don't know how you say that and, you know, you have like a, a whole dark-skinned mama that you came from. But she had to be, right? There's, some, right. there's someone darker in the family somewhere. Somewhere, right? You hate them? You hate, you hate them? <laughs> yeah. You think they look like a burnt chocolate chip? Right, exactly. Like, what exactly. Wait, so you have brothers. What do they date? What is your brother's preferences? Can you speak on that? Yes. Well, uh, you have several brothers. So my brother who you is... a gang of brothers. Yeah. My brother who is 28 dates yeah. everybody. Black women, Spanish women, white women. He dates them all. Um, he, he, he doesn't appear to have a skin tone 
preference. Right. I feel like his last girlfriend was definitely like a little darker than me and his other people he's, you know, dealt with were dark. If they were black, they were dark. Um, okay. Light. Like he dates the gauntlet of them. So um, he sees beauty in all shades. Like he, yes. he goes into the ice cream shop and he's all right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll have a little bit of this. Um, my brother, I have a brother who is, if people don't know this, I have one brother who is Puerto Rican. Like he's full Puerto Rican. So don't ask how, don't ask how he's my brother, but he's my brother. <laughs> he dates other Latinas. Okay. That's um, yeah, that's what he's comfortable with, I suppose. And then my okay, youngest Afro brother. Afro-Latinas? Well, so far they've been like not Afro-Latinas. Okay. But he's not Afro-Latino. True. So maybe, you know, that's what he's, you know, connecting with. Right. Um, and then my other brother, <laughs> Problematic. Um, if he's listening, he knows exactly. Yeah. I, currently he's dating an Asian a Filipino girl, I think, if oh. they're together. But um, he's made, but he's made some comments about not wanting to date black women. But he, but in his defense, he means all of us, <laughs> all colors. Um, in, in his very ignorant defense, he means all black women, not just the dark ones. So I guess that's something. I don't fucking know. I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Right, yeah, it's trash. Yeah. Uh, but that's the whole. That is a whole other topic ain't it it is yeah then we have to dedicate a whole other like segment to that and i mean i guess the interracial dating would be a whole other segment because there's so much to unpack so busted it's like what are those what are those russian dolls called russian dolls right are they I don't, people know what you talk about when you talk about the little Russian dolls. The Russian dolls. Unpacking, un, unpacking interracial dating is like unpacking Russian dolls. And <laughs> dovetail on a comment we made earlier. The reason why I don't like when people comment on light-skinned women, light-skinned black women uh, marrying dark-skinned black men is because it feels to me as though they're trying to compare it to interracial dating. Really? not the same thing if you date a light-skinned black woman who may look white i don't know but she's black as someone who is actually white because chances are no matter how white this light-skinned black woman looks to us she looks black to white people say it again (laughs) i just don't like to create the divide amongst our sisters right and you know she probably has to deal with her own thing yeah. Oh, have you watched um uh a uh, Black AF? Have I watched that? A little bit, yeah. So I mean, I guess it's the her name is Rainbow. You know the one that plays Tracy Ellis Ross, her character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's played by Rashida Jones, um, on Netflix. Oh, it's- the um the creator. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah. Kenny Kenny Barris. Yes. So she's a light skinned black woman. Yeah. I think she may be half white as well. I'm not sure, but she's like, yeah, yeah. But on the show, like, she talks about how she has to go so hard to be black to prove her blackness. Yeah. And it's really hilarious. But it's like, we definitely diminish the idea that, like, light skinned women are going through some, some struggle, also. Right. And I know nothing about that because not, but I'm <laughs> sure that they, <laughs> that they do have to go through. And it, it just both ways, like you were saying, both ways, it sucks, you know? I have to ask, so do you feel appreciated by 
by your black king, by your black man? You feel like black men appreciate black women? I mean, fortunately, the ones that I've dated and the ones that I date, yes, I feel like, and I think definitely as I've gotten older, it means a lot to me when I meet a man that is, who, who praises me with my black attributes. Oh, like, like, give me a little taste. Give me a little example. Like, give the people a little taste. Like, I just love how, like, your hair feels. I love oh. how thick your hair is. Oh. Yeah, right? Right? Right. Thank you. Thank you. It takes, it takes lots of effort to get it to look like that. <laughs> shut up looking like trash right now but no like you know I'll, i think your big nose is cute i also think my big nose is cute you know i love your I, full I love yeah I, I love when they like put us uh, uh, specifically talk about what about my blackness not my skin color what about my blackness they find attractive yeah now so if, me, if, if they come in because then it would be racist if the white dude was like i love your i love your big lips i love, I love your big black lips like don't say that you see why the white man can't um why white why your white king can't be like my white king because <laughs> like fetishism <laughs> why he is it is it fetish he can't appreciate it the same way a black man so 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 he can't get the same appreciation for your for your blackness like that you know what let me say this for <laughs> me i would be uncomfortable with it but if, oh. so if rashid said i love i love your 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 big lips i love your your nose i love your i love your hair i love how it feels that's fine but if kenneth <laughs> what's up is kenneth what's up? yes kenneth is like i love your big nose i love your big nose breathing up all the white men there. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You know what? Okay. Let me say this. If he were, if Kenneth were to bestow me with these praises, I would hope, okay, for instance, okay. If a black man approached me right now on the street, right? Okay. I said, I just love, I love your big nose. I love your black lips. I love who you, I love this look black queen. I'd be like, I'm with it. A white man could not approach me like that. He has to be like, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> My name is Kenneth. I, I just had to say this to you. I just find you extremely attractive. Your features are so gorgeous. The way, the way your nose encompasses your face, the way your mouth rounds out the bottom of your chin. He has to, he has to come like that. He can't just be like, I love that big old black nose. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kenneth, do not do that because I will call the cops. You're right. He does have to, he has to finesse his approach a lot. So I don't want nobody coming up to me, period, saying, I love your big black nose. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want anybody. I don't know. But um, yes, he has to, um, he definitely, Kenneth definitely has to do some finessing in order to have the compliment land the same way. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> do I, I think that we should close off with, um, a message to your younger self or drop the people with a little bit of wisdom. I think we need to close off with that. Did you, did you do it last time? No, no. Okay. So is there anything that you would like to, a little, a, a little jewel that you'd like to share or anything like that? I want to just bring up again, what we said earlier about liking those who like you. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, sisters, please. 
I think it's such like it it feels it feels intuitive, right? Right. But it's really not. It's not. And I think because we have preferences and because we're taught what's okay, here it is. I think because we're taught via society and via whoever who's attractive, who's not attractive. Right. That, you know, we go for people sometimes that we are told we should go after. Yeah. But, you know, and sometimes it doesn't go in your favor. Right. And not to say you can't have standards or or preferences. Because you're all for those. Yeah, but you also have to look at who's liking you. Look, yeah. at, look at who's approaching you. Look at the men or women or both, whatever you're into, who's coming to you. And think, is this, can I, can I work this? Because that may be a better plan. Yeah. Who knows I don't want you. Who's treating you well? Who's treating you right? Who's treating who's you well? Effort? Who's you making know? an effort? Right. Don't be after somebody because he cute, but he ain't bringing nothing. Nothing. To the table. Y'all going to have everything. Are you paying for your own Ubers? He ain't the one. She ain't the one. Well, she she the one. Unless you're, I I can't speak on this, but if you're in a lesbian relationship, who pays? I don't know. It's what asks who out first, I think. Oh, is that who it is? So like, so if you and I were dating, I was like, Angie, come over. I gotta pay for your Uber. (laughs) So if yeah, you have to cook me dinner, but you do that anyway. (laughs) Right. I. Angie, I'm sending you a bottle of wine. Yeah, I'm like, Angie, I'm sending you an Uber. I made you spaghetti. Come over and eat it and let me watch you. Yeah, because that's what she's into. <laughs> if you had an OnlyFans, it would be <laughs> eating food. <laughs> only first bites. It'll be a OnlyFans of only first bites. Low first bite. low down. It would be, yeah. It has to be. Hilarious. Like if right, girl, really- let's um let's get out of here. Yeah. You know what? Yes. And thank you. We're doing this weekly. Look at us. Look at us. I'm proud of us. I am proud. You know what? You guys always try to do something creative as well. Because if other stuff ain't happening, you got your own thing going on. It does really help. It's so important. It is so important to have your own projects, to write your own stuff, to have your own thing going on. Like this podcast keeps me sane a lot of the times. Yeah. And it's something, and I, I'm more and more proud once we are, when we're done recording and then like to upload our first.